Turn with me to Genesis chapter 6, verse 5 to 6. I am speaking on a message I've entitled, Revived for Soul Winning. I went before the Lord to inquire from him whether I can change my message because the Lord gave me one message and I don't know when I'm going to change that message. I may never change that message. And for the past five years, this is the message I've been preaching. To the point that one time I preached so much on soul winning, one of my leaders came to ask me, is there not another message <laughs> to preach? And I told him that he may as well find another church because this one here will not preach about anything. So when I was coming to Alabaster, I asked the Lord, say, A.B. Obama is seven principles for wealth creation. <laughs> I prayed and prayed and the Lord said, message now. Go and preach the message I have called you to preach. Genesis chapter 6 verses 5. The Bible says, The Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. The Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth. And his heart was deeply troubled. That word troubled is the same word concerned. God became very concerned for humanity. He became troubled. He became anguished for humanity. Turn with me again to John chapter 3 verses 16. Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Please lift your right hand, put it on your chest. Say this after me. Say, God, speak to me. Say, Lord, speak to me. Say, Holy Spirit, speak to me in Jesus' name. There's a pastor. His name is Curtis Hudson. He said, the only alternative to soul winning is disobedience to Christ. A missionary to China and Thailand, an old missionary called Is Isobel Kun, said these words. She said, I believe that in each generation, God has called enough men and women to evangelize all the yet unreached tribes of the earth. It is not God who does not call. It is man who will not respond. William Booth is the founder of Salvation Army Church, one of the most powerful churches that have existed on the face of this earth. He said this, not called, did you say? Not hear the call, I think you should say. Put your ear down to the Bible 
And hear him bid you, go and pull sinners out of the fire of sin. Put your ear down to the burdened, agonized heart of humanity and listen to its pitiful wail for help. Go stand by the gate of hell and hear the damned entreat you to go to their father's house and bid their brothers and sisters and servants and masters not to come there. Then look Christ in the face whose mercy you have professed to obey and tell him whether you will join heart and soul and body and circumstances in the match to publish his mercy to the world. William Booth organized a pastor's conference when he was aging and bringing his life to a close. It was a big conference. He could not attend the conference, unfortunately, though they were expecting him. It is said that when everybody had settled and they were waiting for William Booth, he sent a telegram and he said he could not come, but he has a message for the people. They took the telegram, stood before the people, Everybody was ready to listen to the message. They were eager to hear many words. But the telegram read one word. And the word was others. Others. That was the entire message. The import of that message was that our Christian life is supposed to be for others. Our existence is supposed to be for other people. And so if you are a Christian, you should understand that God has called you not for yourself. But God has called you for the sake of others. The word revive is coming from the Hebrew word hayah which is spelled C-H-A-Y-A-H. The word haya means to restore something that has lost its original purpose and intent to its one place, two position, and three original functionality. So when we talk about revival, we are talking about restoration to the purposes of God. Revival is not a stimulation. And it's not an enigmatic experience. What I mean by enigmatic experience is that it is not the throwing about of words. Mysterious words. So that people are confused. Revival is not a mystery. Revival is restoration of God's original plan so that man will come to the original purposes of God. Revival also is not about goosebumps and it's not about falling down and it's not about having a staring within your soul. Those may be triggers of revival but from the definition of revival, Hayah, it means that revival is a call to action. So the prophet Habakkuk said, Revive thy works. Meaning that 
Revival has to do with works. It is not a feeling, but it is a transformation of a being into the original purposes of God. So when we talk about revival and we talk about a man who is revived, it's not a man who is passive or a woman who is passive or someone who is staying in one corner of their room and hoping that God will show up and send something. No. When we talk about revival, we are talking about someone who has had an encounter with God so much that it has transformed their life into a tangible manifestation. Are you here with me? Now, we have to understand that when we talk about revival, dispensation must be taken into context. Because when we talk about the revival of old, it is not the same as the revival in under the new covenant. In the book of 1 Chronicles, the chapter number 12, the verse number 32, the Bible says that the sons of Issachar, they were men of understanding. And the Bible said because of the understanding they had of the times, they knew what Israel ought to do. Meaning that understanding of the times helps you to know what to do. Meaning that every time and what we ought to do. So, when we talk about revival, we are not in the time of Moses. Where we are seeking for a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Prof, I went to Achia Mountains and I met a young man and I heard his prayer. I was eavesdropping on the prayer. And this young man was praying and saying that God, send me the anointing of Elijah. We are not in the time of Elijah where we call fire and bind our enemies and destroy our enemies and kill our enemies and call it revival. We are not also in the time even of the disciples where they were waiting for the Holy Spirit. Revival is not waiting for something to come from anywhere to shake you up. Under the new covenant, when we talk about revival, we are talking about God's original intention for us in Christ. Coming to that knowledge. So a revival can happen without all the movement and things and people would actually be raised to fulfill the will of God. The original purpose of God for us. So for the Christian under the new covenant, when we talk about revival, it is God bringing you to the place of his purposes in Christ. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 10. The Bible actually says, for we are God's handiwork, God's workmanship created in Christ. That means for the new covenant person, we move in Christ. We have our identity in Christ. The new covenant person is not an old covenant person. So when we talk about revival, we are not looking for the upper room experience. The new covenant person already carries the Holy Spirit. So when we talk about revival, we are not waiting in an upper room to hear the mighty rushing wind and clubbing tongues of fire to settle upon us. And that's why when revival happens in us, we never notice it. Because we can gather with the intention that something must shake a 
wind must come here a move must happen the bible says we are created in christ we are the handiwork of god created in christ jesus the bible said for good works which he had preordained before time he says revive thy works in us and the bible is talking about good works so when we say the revived Christian, the revived Christian is the one who has aligned to the purposes of God in Christ. And that means you cannot talk about revival without knowing the purposes of, of God. Because you are revived unto what? Many people come for revival meetings. They fall down, they are stirred. And then, then the following week, that fire dies. Because they never understood through scripture and through proper teaching that revival is not just that feeling and the goosebumps it is a restoration to the original intention of God for humanity and so the bible says the purposes we are you know we are created in Christ unto good works now because we are talking about Christ he's the best person to define good works so a revived person is revived unto good works calling down fire cannot be good works so binding your enemies and wishing evil cannot be good works we cannot say that we are in a revival and so because the Holy Spirit has come the Holy Ghost as I lift up my hand and slap my hand, I'm killing all my enemies. No, 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 no. That's not a revival. How can we find the good works that the Bible is talking about? He says, in Christ unto good works. So Christ is the best person to define what good works is. That is what takes us to the book of Luke chapter 19 verses 10. Where the Bible actually says, look at it. It says, for the son of man came to seek and to save the lost so if we have been revived unto good works and Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith and Jesus is our Lord and Savior and our revival is patterned after Christ then the revived Christian is one who has moved into the original purpose of God which is to seek and to save the lost Many revivals have not lasted because the revival had no purpose that was anchored in Christ. So the fire just fizzled. It didn't fizzle. God took the fire away. Remember, God is not into wastage. So when he realized that the revival has become a portal for fame and a portal for human dynasty, he moves away and picks another person. If the revival does not lead to the salvation of a soul, the revival has lost its purpose. The Bible said, for what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? And I love the second part. He said, for what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? That means that all the oil wells in the United Arab Emirates and all the diamonds in Africa 
and all the gold concessions in Africa put together cannot compare to the soul of a man. We are not in a revival so that we have a car. We are not in a revival so that we have houses. We are in a revival so that men will be reconciled back unto God. The definition of revival means restoration means something was lost. In the scripture we read in Genesis chapter 6, the Bible actually says, listen to the scripture. It says that God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. Go to verse 6. It says, and the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart. So God will send a revival so that his concerns will be addressed. God's greatest concern in the world is that man whom he lost will be restored back unto him. There's a young preacher out there preaching the gospel for the salvation of men who is not having an experience of goosebumps, who thinks he's not in a revival. The greatest revival is for an unbeliever to come back to God. That is the greatest revival. Salvation of the soul is the greatest revival that God sends. The greatest revivalist in the world that we have ever experienced is not Seymour. Say, it's not Ivan Roberts. The greatest revivalist that we have seen in time is not Maria Woodworth ever. The greatest revivalist is not Catherine Kuhlman. The greatest revivalist, his name is Jesus Christ. Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave he sent the revival in a revivalist and the revivalist was called jesus christ the bible said he walked upon the face of the deep and his chief business was so winning the man could raise the dead but it is an effect of soul winning the man could turn water into wine but it is an afterthought of soul winning the man was on the move the bible said how god anointed jesus christ of nazareth with the holy ghost and power and he went about doing good the bible said the spirit of the lord is upon me and he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor every miracle that jesus performed was because he was on his way to preach the gospel for the salvation of man raising the dead which does not lead to the salvation of a man is not a revival that is why when Jesus went to the Sea of Galilee, the Bible said he met Peter. And Peter experienced a pseudo-revival. In that moment, the Bible said, Peter said, I have labored and toiled all night long. So people think in a revival, we receive goodies and things. They got it all wrong. Jesus gave a prophetic direction. It was like Peter had entered into his season of revival. The Bible said for the first time, Peter launched into the deep. And his catch was overwhelming. Is it not amazing that even in the presence of a sinner, God was make, working a miracle. 
that the beneficiary of that miracle and abundance was someone who said from his mouth, I am a sinner, get away from me. That is to say, the manifestation of a miracle is not the endorsement that you are in the purposes and will of God. At the beach of Galilee, it looked like Peter was the most favored. But in the announce of God, his name was not recorded in the book of life. You can have so much material possession and you are not in the will of God. It means the revival did not benefit you. It was a waste of time. The manifestation of God was useless. Peter actually said to Jesus, He said, get thee away from me, I am a sinner. How is it that God could work such a miracle for a sinner? That means that in the midst of all that miracle, you are still going to hell. That's how dangerous the thing is. Because miracles are performed on the strength of the mercy of God. On the strength of the grace of God. The same sun that shines on the believer is the same sun that shines on the unbeliever. So a church person may feel that God is pleased with me because my momo alert has gone up. God is pleased with me because I am healed. God is pleased with me because I've received abundance. But that is not the right way to charge that you are in the purposes of God. So when he came to Jesus, he said, I'm a sinner. Did Jesus not know that this was a sinner? That means that we are not to live our life for these mundane things. There's a higher way to live. So Jesus said, what you have experienced is not a complete revival. He said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. After having all that fish, Jesus thought that it was not enough. After having all that production, Jesus thought that it was not enough. Because the essence of the miracle was not to cause Peter to settle. The essence of the miracle was to bait him into the original purposes and intention of God. And there are many church people who have relaxed because God gave them a Land Cruiser. And God gave them a Range Rover. And God gave them a house in his Legon. So they say, eh, about, about evangelism, more boys because they say meninyame wa pam apam na kasa we me cars we me masum nyame ache sir we don't finish serving god anybody whose testimonies of the past has backslided our walk with god is dynamic it is a movement from glory to glory Until a soul is saved, the revival has been wasted. The essence of revival is to bring men back unto God. The greatest revival is when a soul is saved. When a soul is saved, there was a man called David Livingstone. David Livingstone was a Scottish. At 30 years, he had his medical degree. He was a full doctor at 30 years. Living in Scotland with all the luxury and so on and so forth. 
At one point, David Livingstone felt empty. He said, what is the use of my life? What is the purpose of my existence? He said, I will take myself and journey to the dark world of Africa. David Livingstone packed his things, jumped onto a ship and entered Africa. In the few months of stay in Africa, a lion attacked David Livingstone and immobilized his left hand. What was the purpose of David Livingstone? So that others will hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. For the rest of the 30 years of his life, he lived in the rural communities of Africa, preaching the gospel and advancing the kingdom. Until the medical doctor died of malaria. And when he died, those he had evangelized to took his body. Because the British people had had the fame of David Livingstone. And they made a demand for his body. The black people who have received the gospel and have been saved took a dagger. Pierced it into his heart. Took away his heart. And put a note on his body. And the note read, his body belongs to you in England. But his heart is in Africa. We hear stories of great and mighty people. But sir, when we get to heaven, the measuring scale is different. There was a young girl who lived in South Korea till date. Nobody knows her name. At a teenage age, she wake up every Saturday and go to a hospital to preach the gospel. One day, she came across a young man preach the gospel to this sick man the, the, the sick man will say no I don't need Jesus I'm a Buddhist this girl pressed and pressed and pressed until one day the guy said you are disturbing me just pray with me and go the young lady led the man to Christ and after that the sickness left him and when the sickness left the man the man vowed that I'm going to serve God the rest of my life now, this man started a little church. A teenager converted this man I'm talking about. The church grew to become the biggest church in the whole world. The man I'm talking about is Dr. Yonggi Cho of Blessed Memory. At one point, he was sitting 800,000 members in his church. The impact of the revival was the salvation of his soul. The purposes of Christ for us is to go out there. Lift your eyes and look around. If you lay your, your ear down, you hear the trotting sound of horses coming with the king to judge the world. If you lay your, your ear down in the spirit, it is not time to talk. It is time to gather the remains and bring them to the saving knowledge of Christ. God who created humanity in Isaiah chapter 6 verses 8 said, Who shall I send? Who shall go? Not that there were no humans in the earth realm, but everybody is seeking his own. Nobody cares about the agenda of God. 
who shall I send? Lift your eyes and you will see men perishing out there. What are we gathered here for when we can go out there and preach the gospel to the perishing? We have heard the words and messages from great and mighty men of God. We still want more and more. The church of God is not a pond. It is a river. The Bible says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. A great man of God said, a man who is saved but has no bedding for the salvation of others is not truly saved. The church today is excited about receiving and claiming and receiving and claiming and receiving and claiming. Romans chapter 8 verse 19, the Bible says, for creation is endlessly waiting for the manifestation. That word is the word phanerosis. It means that that which is intangible must become tangible. Creation is in pains. It's groaning for the manifestation of sons of God. The trees are waiting for the preaching of the gospel. The spirits are waiting for the preaching of the gospel. The earth is waiting for the preaching of the gospel. Territories are waiting for the preaching of the gospel. There are people that negotiate with God. He said, I will go on soul winning, but settle me with a wife. I will go on soul winning, first give me a job. The work of soul winning... When you pick the average Christian, it's not in his heart. Sir, it's not in his heart. When people come to church, there are people who have been in church for 10 years. They cannot point that this is my soul. They cannot point. And there is no conviction in their heart. That's the problem. The problem is that they don't, they don't see the need so the church of God is full of selfish people. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1. He says, mark this, in the last days there will be terrible times. When we talk about sons of Issachar, knowing the times, this is what we are talking about. He said, this also know that in the last days perilous times shall come. Look at it. He says, for men shall be lovers of their own selves covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful and unholy. Without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. So what time is it? It is time for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the last days. What are we supposed to do? The last day is reserved for the salvation of men. We are behind time, church. The greatest preoccupation of the Christian in these last days should be the salvation of men. There are people here, your auntie is still a prostitute. There are people here, your father is still a drunkard. 
There are people here, you pick your Bible. There is no bedding in your heart that these people are going to a place which burns with fire and the fire is unquenchable because what you are looking for is something that God can give to you. Lovers of themselves. Lovers of themselves. Ivan Roberts had a bedding so much that in Scotland, in Wales, Ivan Roberts prayed for 11 years, all night, every day for 11 years until the, the landlady of Ivan Robert drove him out. He couldn't contain his prayer. Ivan Roberts was praying for the salvation of souls. Salvation of souls. John the Baptist had one message. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And when Jesus came to the scene, he said, among men born of women, the greatest is John the Baptist. Not even one miracle was performed by John the Baptist. The measuring scale is different. Because John the Baptist hit the core of the assignment of Jesus Christ. He did not come to turn water into wine. It was circumstantial. He did not come to be raising the dead. They would die again. Lazarus died again. Lazarus died again. And he wasn't raised up again. It shows you the essence of these things. The value of these things in time. But who is preaching Jesus Christ to the lost? Who is telling sinners their sin? And calling them back to repent? The Bible said there is much rejoicing in heaven. When one sinner turns to the Lord. Than there is for 99 righteous people who have no need to be saved. As we gather here, heaven is not so impressed because these are 99 people who do not have a need to be saved. He did not say they did not have a need for mobile money. And he did not say they did not have a need for a baby. He said they don't have a need to be saved. So the only thing that changes the temperature in heaven how can you change the mood of heaven? When the dead is raised, it doesn't scratch the surface of heaven. It is nothing. Because it is God who has come down by his spirit to raise the dead. It is, it is actually the working of God. He has come down to do his own work. But when a soul is saved, it takes the will of a man to step out with his own will, with his own effort. That is why it impresses God. That you have used the will that he has given you to preach the gospel. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. This is the same Paul. The Bible says that his handkerchiefs, they would take it and take it to places. And he will not follow. He will not follow the handkerchief. The man is on a go. As he's going, they come for the hunger. He doesn't return. He goes because for him, he's not pursuing these things. He's pursuing the salvation of man. It takes rugged focus to stay on the course of soul winning because you know the value of a soul. So the creation is waiting for sons, not children. In John at the book of John, the Bible says Jesus began to preach. John chapter 6. John chapter 6, 13. There was a large gathering. Revival. 
bread was multiplied for the people. The people were excited. The Bible said Jesus the following day had another meeting. In this particular meeting, he came and he started speaking to the people. He said, until you eat my body and drink my blood, you cannot have life. It means at the first meeting, there was no dispensing of life. So Jesus realized that he has served them with the bait. It's about time he serves them with the real deal. And in that meeting, people began to leave. Because people have been reoriented in a negative way to think that God's purpose is to give you things. God's purpose is not to give you things. God's purpose is to save your soul. Is to save your soul. So the greatest festival in heaven is called Soul Winning Festival. It's not Miracle Baby Festival. There's nothing like that in heaven. It's so winning. Bible said there is much rejoicing. Much rejoicing. When one sinner is here. So children always want to receive things. But matured people, when they grow with the father, they ask daddy, what would you have me do? Children always come to daddy. Daddy, my school fees. Daddy, money. Daddy, shoe. But when you grow, you begin to say, daddy, you have done enough. Can I also do something for you? So Bible says creation is waiting for the money, the phanerosis of sons. Bible said in John chapter 6, they all began to go. They all began to go, one after the other. No telephone number was mentioned, so they began to go. Are these not the people we just ate yesterday? Are these not the people we multiply bread for? So the time limit for these things in humanity is so small. So God is looking for sons. They all went one by one. More than 5,000 people. And I want my pan all the iron here for your bed. And I want to hear my aunt to tell you, Come on. Come on. And now I'm here to show you. Who is here to say, Yes, we will be a friend of our meeting. And you're my yes, we are. Oh, yes, yes, we are. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it wasn't that Jesus could not perform but Jesus understood priority in the kingdom of God he understood it Jesus was the son of God he was not the child of God so he needed to set the record straight in that meeting nothing happened he was just preaching pure word what he meant by that he says until you drink my blood you know what he was talking about Bible said the life of an animal is in his blood so what Jesus was saying is that until you partake of the life, the assignment that I have been sent into this world to partake, you cannot have life. He says until you eat my body, 
the body of Jesus was symbolic of shame, embarrassment, suffering. So if you are not ready to suffer for my sake, you cannot have life. So when the conversation changed from physical food to spiritual food, to the real purposes of God, everybody left. Then Jesus turned to the few who are left and he said, would you not also go? Peter out of Revelation said, to whom shall we go to? To whom shall we go to? And your son, you maintain your buyer. And your board don't in your buyer. Bible say Herod loved John the Baptist because of the message he preached. No gimmicks, only Jesus. No gimmicks, only Jesus. Only Jesus. That's how we take the world. Jesus said, Go ye. What are we doing? Nobody is going anywhere. Time is running out. He said, go ye. God called me from my business. My whole life is business. Since I was born, I was born business. Every day, I and I'm starting a business. My business was business. I had a tongue. I had a tongue. I had a tongue. And the business, no, everybody should have bad business. And a mammy who said, You are not in the purpose of God. It's no new problem. No new problem. John chapter 21. Yes, Christo. The Bible said he went to Peter at the beach. Peter yaswadin. Asempano ankoka. Peter ako emponano. O kopedi obedi. Yewo nipa bebre wahadi enti ya wa sorry yedi obedi. Unim nyame. Unim nyame. Unim nyame. O frena nyame ya freye no. Enya bodo ene enam. Any a nitio and your dark one seventeen or afraid. Sadia Bayan Nipa Benyan Quandier Sadia Bayan Kra Betsian Yan Kupawa Sam, no one in Yajin, Satra. There are many churches blessing frosters, there are many churches blessing prostitutes, there are many churches blessing all kinds of people because the pastor is afraid to tell the sinner you are a sinner, you need salvation. Jesus appeared to Peter. And the Bible said, Peter come prim. And sentrenina chini nara. And sentrenin satira nipa. And sentrenin ensa. It has made many people greedy and covetous. And satira nipa. We need an encounter of the Holy Ghost. I said we need an encounter of the Holy Ghost. When men will rise and say, I count it all but dung for the excellence of Christ. That we will go out there and win souls. That we will proclaim the gospel. Whether he gives us a car or not. Whether he gives us a house or not. That's not why we are winning souls. We are doing it because our father demands 
that will do it. Bible says Peter is in a ponano. Peter, I ask what they may ready, boyfriend. Ready by ya was here. You know, Peter. Bible says I was here. So ja, I was ponano. I want to be who say, "Nami a dangerous." Matthew chapter 28. Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in heaven. He said, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy, Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am, listen, and I didn't cancel Kawubia. Never to me and your manipa. And you are Jenny said, Why you be Biama into your account? I have no share bono. He said, And lo, I am with you. One cast, I will be with you. Or see, I am with you. It's a conditional statement. I am with you all way. Well, one can always. Or see, all way. A quina, a mona, who to nuntin and mammy cow. All way. All way. Not always. 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 And soon in Shrankao. So, Ba, Edda, your friend is a Boston Homer, which means sending Usika, and Tresse Okano. Let's look at the scripture again. He said, And lo, I'll be with you all way, even unto the end of the world. And not the amen cow. Asseminacy. Church. There's a soul out there in the trenches who is waiting for you. You have had enough of his blessings. Bible says they will be lovers of themselves. When the disciples went to Jesus, they said, teach us how to pray. He said, our father who art in heaven. The focus of prayer is our father in heaven. Our father in heaven. He said, our father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Secondly, thy kingdom come. Thirdly, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give me this day my daily bread. You have no right praying for the needs of your flesh. 
if you have not prayed for his assignment and kingdom to be established on earth he did not call us to self he called us for his purposes and they we have missed the road that's why we need a revival we have missed the road that's why we need a revival and the true revival is coming the true revival is coming when young men shall arise and some will say God send me to Iraq for I see men perishing over there young women are rising they will say God I don't need a gift I don't need anything all I need is a bedding for the souls of men the queen of Scotland said he said I fear the prayers of John Knox more than all the assembled armies of Europe what miracle did John Knox perform John Knox prayed one prayer on his knees give me Scotland or I die and that prayer moved the heart of a queen what is your prayer he said they will be lovers of themselves. I left my business and I went to a village. Mi share ministry as na me tikano piase. Mi jammy business. Mi jammy bi bibia reputation bibia. It's as a radima mi revelation say. Send your way in a hano. Ye chin chine. And fast will be any so. It's vanity. Said ye beya o crani binyajinkwa. A brami do me bom town. I held a wife. Me free ye fear ye timu come to nineteen. Five bedroom house, sir. Estate house, sir. Me jai self ye ni nara. And I'm a wife, ni me two children. Eko tsina me papa one room be or the maya we busu ye fear. Me ye me me free international school. No amote dem home co school. Sadi a beya o krebi benyatin kwa. Enti me swan in sa o ye lawyer mua. Me swan in sana me catch and say honey. Ye be di yan the rest of our lives. That's what I said. I said, Tibia Yabe Muidia, Chroma Yabe, as Empanunquan, a year hallmark, and Unquan Yabet me a cream. Because, aha, Nadia Yabunya, me and you, yam. We will be poor for the rest of our lives. That's what I told my, my wife. And she held my hand and she said, Honey, even if we'll be poor for the rest of our life, it's for a good cause. I never had a dream to build a church. Never had a dream. One day as I was preaching under the canopy, I saw the expression on the face of people. I said, church members, now I said, you know, Yes. 
ne huit fois ya sofwa. Me papa on kwa sorida. Ah ne papa ya bosomofwa. And ne oya sorry penny wa sorida. We can't celebrate these things, but there's celebration in heaven. Miko Krobis, we have resupruso. 45 minutes drive from Accra, the whole community, since I have community, there's not one temple there. He said, Go ye, we are saying, Gather ye. Gather ye. Bedina <laughs> I cast out demons in your name. I prophesied in your name. But he never said that I want souls in your name. Because we chose the secondary instead of the primary. He said, you workers of iniquity. Workers of iniquity. Mammy, Mark chapter 13. Mark chapter 13. Let me just end the thing. God will raise people. God will raise people. Oh God, give us a bedding once again. Set our hearts right with you once again. May the mundane and vanities of this world, may they leave our soul once again. May we pursue the pure, the pure gospel for the salvation of men. Mark chapter 8, verses 31 to 37. Mark chapter 8. Jesus, he began to teach them that the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. And he spake that saying openly. And Peter took him and began to rebuke him. But when he had turned about and looked on the disciples, he rebuked Peter saying, Get thee behind me, Satan. For thou severest... Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. He said, you do not have in mind the consents of God, but merely human consents. Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, whoever wants to be my disciples must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Jesus was in a church service. Mark chapter 8, 31. The crowd was there. The disciples were there. Jesus began to preach. As Jesus began to preach, the Bible says he began to talk about things like, I'm going to suffer. 
I'm going to die. I'm going to rise up again. As he was saying these things, Peter quickly moved from the church, jumped from the protocol seat, pulled Jesus to the side. Everybody was looking on. And he said, ah, I don't know, Kazasa. I don't know. Bible said he rebuked him. I don't know. Yes, ministry. Bible said Peter began to rebuke him. Yes, Mike no. Maybe Jim I cannot tell said you're preaching. Bible said the crowd nature said you padom and abad. Bible said, Ewana, Peter, Etienne, Tia, Yeshua. Verses 33, bring it. But when Jesus turned and looked at his disciples, first or her woman him to whom who said, Woman, dear to said, Ye Peter, you know, Ye Fuana, so Peter got to know. And then said, No, 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 Ye do what China ni Pabano. What can you and your pity? Who's uncommon? I answer, Ye be so, yes, so. Oh, what's some now become sorry. Peter Catrano. So when he looked at their face and he realized that no, the thing that Peter has done has entered their heart. He also rebuked Peter. Look at what he said. Get behind me, Satan. Peter and Tomona. Peter and Chitio will be also. So we will be Satan. Nani ya wasunku obia wadi ewu na o friend of satan but let me tell you what peter did is more wicked than someone who pulls a gun on somebody i'm going to show you so he said god behind me satan he said people said satan entered into peter debio satan amon would have peter what jesus was saying the word here is the word satanas in Greek. It means opposer. Opposer. Osia quine. Osin quine in what way? Yes, but I yell the baby, I see a bacope, and no common and a word dinner. Sir, a baby, no one ni pen young quantier. Oh dear. Sinu kwai one century ni mu onfre wu Satan. Sinu kwai ewa warie mu onfre wu Satan. Nemum ne boshe ani bota ya odibe wiase no. Usi Satan kwane si. Nyankopon boshe no kwai. So he was saying you are Satanas. It's a nature. He was talking to an elder in the church. 
The person Jesus called Satan was not outside the church. They were in the church. So if Jesus were to come here, he will see many opposers. Get behind me, Satan. And preaching, Get behind me. And kao de fan kom shemu kakrama. Meni bie mami hu. Mita nambe bia. Get behind me. Satanas. Why is he calling him Satan? He explained it. Not because of murder. He said, you do not have in mind the concerns of God. The concerns of God. Should I say, obi biada wo yase. A consense of God in that genimuno or ye Satan. He said, but merely human consense. Meaning, say, so sorry, I'm upon that you're what genie, a ye de medi, de messe, de me mabedi, school, I'm a mother qua, yes, to throw Satan. Merely human consense. He calls human consense merely. Merely human consent. Well, by yes, the consent quano denam. He said, You have become a Satan because when I enter your mind, Namia he near be a new moon, Namibosa be a new moon, and quantia be a new moon. You don't have the consent of God. So I began to look for the consent of God. The consent of God is John 3.16. Can God have a concern? Can God have a concern? It is men that have concern, but I realize that the Bible exposes only one concern of God. The word concern also means trouble. The word concern also means anxiety. The concerns of God. He said, you do not have the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. If Jesus were to come here and check our hearts, Odi, for human concerns, no does. Obi, the listener, sorry, you. Or the listener, be ready. How we ready? Ready. Matthew six thirty three. He says, seek first the kingdom of God. Ready, na mi yari ne. Seek first the kingdom of God. Mawari Seminary, seek first the kingdom of God. Eradi Majuma Seminary, seek first the kingdom of God. Eradi Awane, seek first the kingdom of God. Eradi Sika Seminary, seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And all these things. He did not say seek the things. He said they will be added. He did not say pray for the things. He said they will be added unto you. There are two kinds of Christians disobedient Christians and obedient Christians. disobedient, 
merely the concerns of God. Today in our churches, we are addressing only concerns, my God. When shall the church rise up and spread the people to go out there and win the lost for Jesus? That selfless church is rising. That is what we call revival. And then Jesus began to give the requirement for Christianity. Because if you want to follow me, number one, do what? Deny yourself. Meaning that, if I will call me, if I will call my God. Deny As I twenty deny yourself. Many Christians are not Christians. Hey, I'm only Christians. Deny yourself. Human beings are insatiable. That's why we don't train them with the mundane. We train them with the spiritual. Human beings who have never had enough of anything. Deny yourself. There's a mechanism by which we follow Jesus. He said, deny yourself. Go and him. Number two, take up your cross. The cross is a symbol of shame. The cross is the symbol of shame. Christianity is not a fanfare. There's a shame associated with Christ. The world will never accept you. The world will never love you. We are not moving towards that dimension where the world will love us. The world will never love us. They will always mock us. The mark of a true Christian is mockery. If you are walking in light with the truth, they will, they will say all kinds of things against you. Bible says, take up the cross. Yeah, do a term no see you, Mate. That's it. Yeah, can we name Zawa Kwazoria? Yeah, name the the when you free man. Cause I'm in the free. I sorry in your supermarket. I sorry in your shopping mall. Me Kwazoria consumerade. Now man, when the bottle ya, woman me will hear say. I sorry in your supermarket. Okay, can Revelation chapter twenty eleven, Hona. Or see on that day when he sits on the great throne, the earth will vanish, and the great and the small will appear. Yes, can say the rich and the poor will always be with us. Your say, Your say, 
Say Because human beings are insatiable. And you not to Go and preach the gospel. Go and preach the gospel. Bible said they went everywhere, preaching the everywhere. Abokobi, everywhere. Kubiso, everywhere. Kwamimpo, everywhere. Pepawani, everywhere. Obuadaka, everywhere. Bole, everywhere. Sola, everywhere. Preaching the gospel. He was shipwrecked. That is revival. Bible said, on the morning, they woke up at the shore, at the shores of Malta. Now the body need the Bible so also ja Ama when ya wonf kakra wo one we pia free uchenum enye diabo enye diabo when ya miafreno wei 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 nyamiafreno Bible say he shook the snake off and they were looking at him so oh, 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 oh. They are Latojin baby Christians. This is not the army that God is raising for the end time. Because thick darkness is coming. And great darkness is coming. Wicked governments are coming. Wicked people are coming. Politicians are coming. Gay people are coming. The Christian must go beyond the mundane. And be fortified by the spirit. To withstand evil. We need a certain training. Bible says, "Yes, see Paul abuwa or sorry and opepa and who no koka nyami asem." Why no koka na zemachireno? Why no koka na zemachireno? And nay, we be to me come by, but we can say rade. May my last warning. We last warning. Rade, what? He said, I feel a certain infirmity in my body. God, I have worked for you for long. God spoke back to Paul and said, my grace is sufficient for you. In your weakness, my strength is made perfect. Paul and Kase, may Merely human concerns. Satanas. A generation of Satanas. When men rose and took cities for God. When they died preaching the gospel. John the Revelator, he preached the gospel to the point that they caught him and they put him in frying oil. And as they beheld him, he was not burning. They took him out of the frying oil and they put him in Patmos. It was never recorded that he prayed, God deliver me. Prayer of deliverance. But the Bible said on the day of the Lord, I, John, was in the spirit. How can you be in the spirit in that situation? The man is dead to human concerns. 
death to human concern. That's why Jesus walked from glory and entered into the Patmos and began to commune with John. Unknown human concerns and vanity. Till date, theologians cannot indicate whether he died or vanished. There are dimensions in our work with God. I never knew that I could plant 33 churches. Sir, I've never been to Bible school. School fees. Merely human concerns. Carry your cross. He said, follow me. Follow means that, follow me means that, no man becomes will become. Yes, who are here? By this time, Ochi Range Rover. Yes, who snap on Coso one time? Pe. Bible said, Walk with Jerusalem, near Kokuno, and not Snasa, a flupon connoisseur. Utinap and Noso, Ekase, Yes, who Tianka by this time, what it Jesus said, Foxes, foxes have holes. Best of the air have nests, but the Son of Man. Has no place to lay his head. We are preaching the gospel so that we have a house in Las Vegas. We are preaching the gospel so that we fly first class and take pictures and show to the world. We are preaching the gospel so that we'll be known. We are preaching the gospel. That's revival. That's revival. That's revival. Satan came to Jesus and said, Look at the kingdoms of the world. I'll give it to you. Look at the kingdoms. He said, For my worship, I will give all these things to you. When you receive these things, uh, it's not a revival. Oh, because Satan too can match God on that dimension. The difference between me and Elon Musk, I am saved. That's the difference. I will become richer than him because thinking he is rich, he is poor. Sorry, now, nice. 